Welcome back to middle school. It's a zoo out there, so just be cool. Don't speak too loud, try to fit in. But if you don't, then you can be in. everyone and welcome to the Outfit Repeaters, an unofficial Lizzie McGuire recap podcast. I'm your host, Marissa Cantor, and stuck with me as always is Sam Chung. I am stuck with you as always. <laughs> can't leave, can't go out. I guess could go outside, but choose not to because it's still really cold. Um, I know. That's yeah. That's like the worst part. Yep. So just stuck inside. We really played ourselves joking about this a couple weeks ago. I know. Who, who could have first seen, though? Yeah, this is day 10? Uh, getting there. Ooh, double digits. What are days? Yeah. What is time? What's a weekend? I know. All days are the same. We changed our, at work, we changed the schedule, so there's no difference between the weekdays and the weekends. It's just seven days <laughs> of the same schedule. Honestly, it feels <laughs> that way. Yeah. But we're here. We're back. Still talking about Lizzie McGuire, and today we have, you know, a fairly iconic episode to recap. We're talking about Here Comes Aaron Carter. Oh my God, Aaron Carter, oh my God. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) In this episode, Lizzie and Miranda sneak onto set where pop star Aaron Carter is shooting a new music video. And this episode aired on March 23rd, 2001. Now, Sam, going into this episode, what were your Aaron Carter feelings? I had no strong Aaron Carter feelings, to be honest. I wasn't much of an Aaron Carter fan. Um, He's kind of like a lesser Justin Bieber, right? Because he was a child star, but he just didn't evolve into an adult. So, yeah, he is just kind of there. Also, his main song, I Want Candy, has got to be about a stripper, right? No, Sam, it's about candy. What? No. No, candy's a girl. But yeah, we have Aaron Carter, younger brother of Nick Carter of Backstreet Boys fame. When I watched this episode, I guess in hindsight, after watching this episode, I look at it and I'm like, this must have been a dream, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, none of the things that happened in this episode <laughs> can have sense. actually happened, right? Correct. It's so out of place. So out of place. It views like a fever dream. Because it probably is. Because it probably is. Like how is, there's no context to any of the things that happen. How do they know that Aaron Carter is going to be in town? No context. How do they just skip school? And they're the only ones who think, oh, that should be a good idea. Like, Yeah, where's, how does everybody else feel about yeah, this? Yeah, there's no context to the greater world. It's just like so isolated. It's an in Aaron these Carter bubble. People. Yeah, there's a small <laughs> Aaron Carter bubble. So that's why I think it, it has to be a dream. It very well could be, but we're going to roll with it like it's real. Okay. With the, you know, seriousness and critical analysis that we give to every episode. Okay, sounds good. Cool. So starting off in our opening scene, Lizzie runs into the cafeteria at school like frantically and immediately falls down because that's what Lizzie does. She's your everyday clumsy girl. Well, maybe if she wasn't wearing flip-flops all all the time. (laughs) All seasons. (laughs) She'd be able to run around more. (laughs) No, Sam, she's just clumsy. And she's like, forget lunch, forget eating. Aaron Carter is coming here. And Miranda starts freaking out with her. Lizzie finds out from, again, we don't know how she finds out that Aaron Carter is coming to her town to shoot a holiday Christmas special. And Miranda's like, wait, hold up. It's only spring. Why is he shooting a Christmas special in spring? And Gordo, all-knowing Gordo, says it's a film thing and that they need 10 months to fill in all the special effects. Yeah, this is such a low-production music video. They probably need, like, two days to fill in any special (laughs) effects in hindsight. Yeah, I mean, I see your thinking, Gordo, but I raise you 
this music video. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Um, But Gordo is kind of just, you know, taking it all in. And he has some questions. A very important question. And we're going to play the clip. So who's Aaron Carter? So where's it going to be? I don't know. It's a secret, but we're going to find out. But it would be real helpful to ask a guy who knows about films to figure out where they shoot the video. Where? Where? First, you back up and tell me who this Aaron Carter is. Okay. He's a singer, a dancer, and he's only 13. (laughs) So this would probably be a lot more exciting if I was a 13-year-old girl. That's all you need to know about Aaron Carter. He's a singer, he's a dancer, and he's only 13. (laughs) Oh, boy. So yeah, that that says it all. We know we're we're here. We're in the present. We know who Aaron Carter is now, thanks to Lizzie and Miranda. And you know, I f- I feel their excitement because it was exciting every time there was some celebrity big deal. I would be excited too if Aaron Carter was coming to my school. Actually, we were gonna save the questions for the end but the question we got actually fits in here the one question the one question we got so i think we should just talk about it now uh okay so we have our first listener question which is very exciting arguably a milestone moment for us and the question is from kelsey and she asks who were your favorite bands or musical artists at lizzie's age how old is lizzie 13 at 13 so like seventh or eighth grade Mm mm-hmm Am I, you want me to go? Yes. You want me I, to answer the question? Correct. Okay. Uh, in seventh and eighth grade, I was very much into like soft rock. So bands like Lifehouse and bands like, um, I don't know, I guess the Goo Goo Dolls. But I also, at that time, I also went through something of a Nickelback phase. <laughs> <laughs> Photograph, oh. you know? Holds up. Don't forget about John Mayer. No. That was not a phase that I went through, ever. John Mayer was kind of done to you in middle school. You didn't do John Mayer. No, no John Mayer. Um, I guess, like, Gavin DeGraw. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I used to really like songs that, like, I could play along to on the piano. Was, that's what I was just going to yeah. say. You just took the words right out of my mouth there. Yeah. Piano songs. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Who are your Who are your eighth grade bands? You know... It was all a roller coaster for me in middle school. Middle school is where my love for Broadway really emerged. So you would see a lot of show tunes on my playlist. I know that's not a band or musical artist, but that is a genre of music I was heavily listening to. But then on the flip side, it was a lot of um, like, I guess, alt rock, Um, like Panic at the Disco, Boys Like Girls, All Time Low. So like uh, angsty. Angsty, Paramore. (laughs) My Chemical Romance. Interesting. Oh, welcome to the Black Parade. Oh, spoke to my soul. Wow. <laughs> Which feels a little bit surprising. Does that surprise you? No. I know you have some dark depths. <laughs> if you get down deep enough. Yeah. I mean, I'm such a, you know, bubbly and exclamation point gal online. But when you go back to middle school, it's just angst on angst. Yeah. But inside, it's like... um were you a big Welcome to My Life fan? No. You don't know that song? No. What is that song? Maybe I do. But on the flip side, I also really love Taylor Swift. Yeah, but that was like country Taylor Swift. I know. I loved it. Her, she sounds different now. So good. So yeah, angsty middle school Marissa with a touch of Taylor Swift and Colby Calais also. That's so random. <laughs> Like a touch of Taylor Swift, a touch of put your records on. Um, and it's <laughs> Put your records on isn't Colby Calais. I know, but But it's the I same. also really loved that song. <laughs> yeah. A little Natasha Bedingfield, Michelle Branch. Oh, I love Michelle Branch. I'm aware. It's my go-to karaoke song everywhere. Yeah. You play her on the piano frequently, too. So, yes. Any of these any of these artists come to our town in middle school, we're we're all Lizzie. We're freaking out. We're pumped. Pumped. Let's find them. Let's okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> well that's what that's Lizzie's that's what Lizzie jumps to. Yeah. Would never fly. No. And you know, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we find out that Lizzie writes for the school webzine. Yeah, where did this come from? I don't She's never know. had any interest in anything before. 
Well, now all of a sudden she writes for the school, I guess, blog. What is the web scene? Webzine. It's like a magazine, but on the web. Oh, webzine. I thought you said web scene. And I thought it was like this. Weird. I think that's how the closed captions captioned it, but it's definitely zine. Oh, okay. That makes a little <laughs> bit more sense. Yeah. So Lizzie McGuire, budding journalist. Yeah. Everybody seems to have like a reason to go find Aaron Carter and that like a quote unquote reason, because the real reason is they're just creeps, but the quote unquote <laughs> reason. So Lizzie has this whole, you know, interview Miranda wants to, I guess, audition to be his backup singer, like how quickly her dreams are coming true. And then Gordo wants to do some sort of indie behind the scenes documentary. Correct. And for Miranda and Gordo, at least these reasons are built into their character already. But like they really <laughs> needed to just give Lizzie a reason yeah, to want this. So manufactured. <laughs> but I feel like Gordo also, Gordo's like, don't you want to know from the film guy <laughs> where they would be filming? Like you don't, you have no idea. Yeah, that he's like, I don't know. Stop trying to act like all important, you know? You have no idea. Yeah. You're 12. Yeah. So they're like, we got this. All we have to do is figure out where it shoots and how to get in. Easy. Yeah, piece of cake. No problem. Yeah. Um, cut to theme song. And then we cut back to Lizzie's bedroom where there is a giant map on the wall. I could not figure out for the life of me where this map was. Yeah, it almost looks like a fictional place. Can you believe it? <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> um, and Shocker. G and Gordo is standing, you know, at the map, and they're trying to pinpoint where the video shoot could be. Yep. Joe comes into Lizzie's room and asks if they're staying for dinner, which, of course, they are. Um, Gordo says, Mrs. McGuire, have we ever turned down a free meal? And Gordo cannot figure out where the shoot is. So... It must be a hoax. It has to be. If he doesn't know, no one could possibly know. No one know. could possibly know. It must not exist. But guess who does know? Who? Matt McGuire. Of course Matt McGuire knows. And, you know, at first Lizzie's just annoyed that Matt is speaking in her bedroom, as all older siblings are. But then they do this little, you know, huddle with Lizzie, Gordo, Miranda, and she's like, maybe he does know. And how does Matt know? Apparently... Lanny knows like these this this logic is getting thinner and thinner like how does Lanny know and you're probably like who is Lanny yeah so many things happen in this specific scene that indicate that this episode is just completely out of order yeah <laughs> like um Lelaine not Lelaine Miranda talks about how Matt posed as a super genius for half a day which never happened and then they talk about Lanny which like who is Lanny there's just so many things that they reference that have not happened yet yes the continuity issues continue matt does pose as a super genius in a future episode and lanny is matt's friend who i had mentioned in our last episode who is um black and does not utter a sound does not speak except clearly to tell them where aaron carter is located correct so random so like how does lanny know <laughs> Maybe he's an actual filmmaker. Oh, burn. But he's like 10. So Gordo's like 12. And then um, Matt will only agree to tell them the shoot location if he can come with them. Now, why does Matt want to go see Aaron Carter so badly? No idea. Like he is hardly the target demographic here. Yeah, it makes little to no sense. Again, this is all a dream. <laughs> and they agree to let him come and he says that the shoot is happening at the Renmar warehouse where much of this episode will now take place. Yep. Yeah, unclear why Matt wants to go so bad, but he's in on us. He's along for the ride. We then cut to Lizzie's parents in the kitchen downstairs. Sam comes home from work. So he does go to work. He has a client. What does he do? Uh... I, I don't know. Big, this is the big mystery. I don't know. He says he's exhausted and his co-workers gave him backstage passes to Aaron Carter. Like, what does he do? What? I don't know. Something exhausting. Is he an agent? 
<laughs> see an F- are you asking if he's like are an you, FBI agent? No, like a te- like like does he work at a like a talent agency? Is he a talent agent? <laughs> he's the- I don't know because then later he's like pitching a show about his own life. Right. So you think he's an agent? Maybe he maybe he works in the industry. I mean that would maybe make sense. Either that or he's like a lawyer, an entertainment lawyer. Maybe he's an entertainment lawyer, but I don't know. Does their house look nice enough for him to be an entertainment? Like, actually, house is not nice enough for them to be an agent. Well, he doesn't have to be doing well. Look at him. Do you really think that he's a power, a power agent? I don't know. He got backstage <laughs> passes to Aaron Carter just given to him. True. The speculation continues. That's my guess right now. I don't know. I think he works in the industry. Okay. Okay. I could buy that. I could see that. Yeah. That, that's where we're at. Okay. Um. So... Lizzie comes up with a scheme to, um, they're going to leave their house really early the next morning. It's like night. They're leaving. It's like, still dark. Like cover of night. <laughs> um, and like, are they going to walk? Like, what's the plan? That's true. No one can drive. How far are they from the warehouse? How long are they going to walk? <laughs> it's a dream. Also, the where the quote unquote warehouse looks like a studio. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's like a lot. Like not a warehouse. At all. No, it's more of a studio lot. And Lizzie leaves a note for her parents. It's a very suspicious note. It says, Mom and Dad, I'm working on a project with Miranda and Gordo. Matt is also helping. We'll be back soon. Love, Lizzie. There's a serious communication breakdown here. <laughs> like, when Sam gets home, how does he not immediately tell Lizzie that he has these backstage <laughs> passes? I know. Like, so much <laughs> like, miscommunication. He's going to keep it a surprise for, like, when they leave. He's like, everybody, surprise, get in the car. Going, going to see Aaron Carter. <laughs> really, this whole, everything that transpires after this moment is Sam McGuire's fault. It is Sam McGuire's <laughs> fault. <laughs> First of all, he raised irresponsible children <laughs> who think they can just sneak away in the middle of the night to go see a B-list celebrity. Correct, but... For, to, to your point about how did they get there, we know it's not walking distance because Joe and Sam both drive there later. But maybe they just drive because they can. Like, they could walk, like, feasibly, if it was, like, six miles away, they could walk for two hours. But it's not a, a distance that you would want to walk. Oh, my God. They're crazy. They're insane. <laughs> <laughs> you have to remember, this is a 13-year-old's dream. Yeah. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Whose dream do you think it is? Is it Lizzie's dream, Miranda's dream, or Gordo's dream? Or is it Matt's dream? And maybe that's why he wants to go. No, I still think Or it's, is it Sam McGuire's dream? I think it's Whose Liz- dream is it? <laughs> I think it's Lizzie's dream. I think it's Lizzie's Based dream. Based on the conclusion of the episode, I think it's Lizzie's dream. Yeah, I guess that's true. Or, no, it could be Gordo's dream. And Gordo sees that and he's like, oh, man. Anyways, um, 12 year old me thwarted again. So after (laughs) Lizzie leaves the note and then yep, her and her friends magically appear at the warehouse. And now the issue is how are they going to get in? And Lizzie has a foolproof plan. So she thinks. Yeah. With her press badge, which looks like like a a movie theater ticket, a piece of paper. (laughs) It looks like, um, like in high school, I did student council and I got like a permanent hall pass and that's what it looks like, like you, a laminated piece of paper. Was hers even laminated? <laughs> I don't know. Like it didn't have, it didn't even have like a lanyard. It didn't have any of like the frilly things that, no. you know. Or yeah, I mean like our Panther TV press badges were way more legit. They were. That's true. And they had our faces on them. They had our faces on them. They said press. They were actual (laughs) badges. Yeah. This was a piece of junk. This was a hall pass. It was. (laughs) And naturally the guard is like, haha, very funny. And then he takes it and confiscates it, which apparently Lizzie is going to have to pay $5 to get a new one. To replace a piece of paper. (laughs) Just print out a new one. Yes. Um, but she's very self-assured when she approaches him. I'm very impressed with this, like, again, talking yep. about her, like, la- uh, like disdain for confrontation. But she goes up and she's like, I'm Lizzie McGuire and I'm a member of the press. I have a right to be here. I know. Look at that white privilege just coming through. <laughs> I know. Oof. Truly. 
to which again, security cards like, no, you're nope, nope, nope. So Lizzie's parents decide that Sam is gonna go to the warehouse, scope out the situation, and Joe will just drive down with the kids after after they're back. Yeah. Um, and Sam McGuire comes through again with truly iconic sound bites. Iconic. <gasps> I can't believe I'm gonna meet Eric Carter. <laughs> It was so out of place. It was so random. That's why it could be Sam McGuire's dream. That's exactly how Lizzie feels. <laughs> I might add that to the soundboard. I think you should. I think by the end of our podcast, our soundboard is just going to be um, Sam McGuire. So much drama. <laughs> Love to hear it. I even wrote potential Sam McGuire soundboard in my notes. It's... Becoming more and more of a possibility. It is. Only seven episodes in. We already have two. I know. How has he not gotten one MVP yet? (laughs) Great question. Something to think about as we unpack. I know. So since Lizzie got her badge taken, they are sitting, kind of sulking outside the warehouse trying to figure out what to do. But fear not, Matt comes through with a plan B. It's time for plan B. Elf costumes? That's plan B. That's it. Matt's going in the bag. Where did you get these? The Christmas card picture we had to take last year. Oh, oh, oh. I am not seeing for Aaron dressed as an elf. Guys, they're shooting a holiday video. If we look like elves, they'll think we're part of the video. Wow. Monkey Boy makes sense. Who are you going as? Santa Claus? Nope. Ah, Those are my pants. I'm going as Aaron Carter. I mean, a better plan than Lizzie's plan. Yeah, Lizzie's plan was trash. Correct. Just caught this time that to dress as Aaron Carter, Matt is going to wear Lizzie's pants. Yeah. Questions. (laughs) It's all part of the it's all part of the look. All part of the look. But yes, Matt Matt has a plan and I'm here for this plan. Yeah, it's not a bad plan. I mean, the whole idea is a bad plan. Also, how do they know what he's shooting? Lizzie knew it from the get-go. I know how. As Gordo says, it's spring. Or as Miranda says, it's spring. We're just going to go with it. I know there's not even any sort of like <laughs> Like, it's 2001. There's no reality, Steve. There's no, like... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's no leaks. Yeah. There's no internet. No. But if she really knew... See, this is where you go down a rabbit hole, right? Because if she really knew that there was going to be a holiday shoot, then why wouldn't she just know where it is? Like, why... Like, she has half of the information. If you're going to give her half of the information that it makes no sense for her to have, just give her the rest of it. Yeah, give her all the information. Plot hole. We haven't had to play that in a while. I think we played it last episode. <laughs> okay. It's becoming more there. We played it a lot in episode one, <laughs> and then we were on a good streak for a while, and no. now the show is just rapidly devolving <laughs> once again. It's back. Yeah. So the elf plan actually does not work. The guard also sees through it. Yeah, because they're the same people. Like, he's already <laughs> seen... Maybe if it was, like, the first time that the guard right. had seen them. Like, do they think the guard is an idiot? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I don't recognize you now because you're wearing elf costumes. They need a new guard. <laughs> However, Matt, the wig, does it all for him. Well, yeah, the guard initially tries to get Matt to go away, but it's a new person. It's, like, the, the director... Yes. ...who sees Matt dressed as an Aaron Carter double... And it's like all doubles need to be on set at all times. Yes. So So that's what you need. You need someone new. You can't just go to the same person as yourself and be like, <laughs> plot twist, just kidding. Here I am. Like, no, that's not going to work. Correct. Matt lucks out as being called out as an Aaron Carter stand-in. and Yeah, and the guard is not going to argue with the director. Correct. So he gets ushered to the set. And Lizzie and Gordo and Miranda are still in a pickle. Yep, until conveniently, who's going to show up at the gate but Sam McGuire? Of course. Of course. Lizzie sees the car coming, isn't immediately aware that it's her car, which is weird. I mean, it's a pretty generic car. Like, a lot of things don't make sense. That's fine. It's a generic uh, station wagon. 
okay, but one would think. One would think. But so they kind of hide behind the car as it like rolls up to the gate, like slowly. They like walk alongside it. But then her head pops up and she sees that it's her dad. Yeah, and she thinks that the guard had called her dad in to like come and get them. Uh, so again, serious miscommunication. Yes. All could have been avoided had Sam McGuire told them that he had tickets. Correct. This is all Sam's fault. But they get in, and now they have to avoid the security guard, avoid her dad, and find Aaron Carter. The plot thickens. So immediately they ditch the elf costumes, which you're just asking for it. Like, just keep the, once you're in, you got to just commit. But there's also no guarantee that even though it's a Christmas music video, that elves are the theme. But they are. It it happens to be yes, but like they also could just look absolutely ridiculous. Like what if it's actually a penguin-themed music video and then you're just dressed as an elf and you look like a fool? Not that you don't already look like a fool, but like, I don't know. Yeah, ditch the costumes. You stand out. Well, they ditch the costumes and are immediately caught by the same security guard and a chase scene unfolds. It's kind of implied that they're able to outrun him because he's overweight. So there's a little bit of fat shaming happening. Yeah, a little bit. They also run by, you know, craft services where like Sam is just there like eating. Like what is he doing? Like what was the purpose of like he got in? Where are all the other people who had passes? What is the plan? It looks like there was no plan. Yeah, it was just let people in and then let them wander and around free aimlessly. For all. This really stresses me out the more I think about it. This is really not secure. <laughs> Correct. Um, back at Lizzie's house, Joe sees that there's a new voicemail. And it is from the security guard who did, in fact, call Lizzie's house to rat them out. Correct. So now, of course, Joe has to go down to the warehouse. So it's just one big happy family hanging out. Hanging out at the warehouse. Backstage at Aaron Carter. Um, We flip back and somehow Lizzie and Gordo and Miranda are like hiding in the set on the stage. (laughs) Yeah, they just just happen to stumble onto the set. Like, what? Makes no sense. Yeah. And so Lizzie thinks that she sees Aaron Carter. It's just Matt. It's just Matt. And so... Like a weird zombie. She's like, Aaron Carter. And she like walks out. And it's like middle of the shot. Yeah. And all the dancers are out. Cue the dancers. They are dressed as elves. So, I mean, I understand your point, but it was a good instinct to to get those elf costumes. I know it's results oriented. That's so results oriented. But... Just because I don't know. I feel, like I, I feel like I have to throw this episode of Bone wherever I can. no. no. Just because a bad idea works out doesn't make it a good idea. Well, it did work out. And Matt is the stand-in for this rehearsal. There's a, you know, Matt-Lizzie moment when they see each other. And the guard is back. Chasing part two happens. And this one concludes with Gordo pushing a Christmas tree on top of him. They should really get kicked out at this point. (laughs) Like, they are not really being a productive (laughs) presence at the music video. No, they're trashing the set. They're being very disruptive. Being very disruptive. But instead of thinking this, the like stunt director thinks that they would be great stunt doubles. That's kind of his takeaway. Yeah, and at that point, Matt is like, well, I taught them everything they know. <laughs> and he's like, good work. <laughs> good work. From there, Joe arrives on the scene, really lashes out at the guard. Oh, yeah. The guard is like, I can't let you in. This guard, for someone who gets so winded so easily, is everywhere. <laughs> That's true. He can be anywhere at any possible moment. I know. Yeah, she really um, really screams at him. Yep. She's like, let me in! Like, really out of nowhere. That's another clip that I should maybe add to the soundboard. Yeah, we'll play it. It's wild. He's also waving a licorice in her face. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Hi, I'm Joe McGuire. I spoke to you earlier about my daughter, Lizzie McGuire. Yes, ma'am. She's caused uh, quite a ruckus today. I'm, I'm really sorry. Could you take me to Lizzie? Problem is, uh, we don't know where Lizzie is. Okay, well, why don't you let me in and I'll find her? I can't let you in, ma'am. You're gonna let me in! And you're gonna let me in now! You understand? 
Like, whoa. What an explosion. That escalated really quickly. I mean, her her kid being lost just set her off. Yep. You gotta let me in. As it would any mother. I also noticed that I'm pretty sure that she's driving the same exact car. They have two of the same car. (laughs) Does not surprise me about this family. They liked the one car so much. They're like, you know what? Exact exact same car. Same trim. Same color. We need a second one. Two is better than one. (laughs) Two of the most boring car. Yeah, it's like a blech beige station wagon. I know. If you're going to get two of the same car, it should at least be like a cool car. Yeah, it's the least you could do. It's the least. Um, And then we cut back. And now Lizzie and Gordo and Miranda are in Aaron Carter's trailer. Yeah, but somehow they have no idea. Like, this is the most far-fetched part of it all. Like, when you're first searching for Aaron Carter, why not search for things that say Aaron Carter? And then when you finally walk into Aaron Carter's dressing room, very obviously labeled Aaron Carter, you have no idea. Yes, which so many questions. One, why wasn't the dressing room locked? Two, where is Aaron Carter? He is not on set. He's not in his dressing room. Where is he? Three, how are they so dumb? How do they not know? His dressing room is also like a shed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But as soon as they come to this realization, they are freaking out. And they're like, they look at everything. And they're like, this is Aaron's orange. This is Aaron's apple. And then Aaron's manager appears. Yep. And she's like, this is Aaron's manager. Yeah. And I want to know what you're doing here. Which, fair question. And then at that point, they try to negotiate, right? Well, wait. First, we cut back to the parents. Yep. Um, who are now being detained. Like, Lizzie and her friends are not being detained, but her parents are. Like, unpack. Like, ha- 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 we can't unpack this. It makes no sense. Well, the Joe McGuire thing makes sense. She probably tried to drive onto the lot. And the guard, being the Usain Bolt that he is, was probably able to to run it down. But then Sam is arrested for the most benign (laughs) reason. He tried to take a donut. (laughs) Like, there's no parity between these crimes. Too too much craft services for Sam McGuire. I know. Which, honestly, not his fault. Because, as you pointed out, if they had a designated plan for their backstage guests, they wouldn't have been able to access the catering table so easily. Yeah, it's just loitering. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so they are both being detained in this, like, room in the warehouse. And Sam has, like, a, what, like a tennis ball or something that he keeps just, like, throwing against the wall? Well, Joe's throwing the tennis ball against the wall. Oh, right. Joe is there first. Yeah. And then Sam shows up. Because all tennis, or all warehouses have tennis balls. Mm-hmm. There's just an endless supply of tennis Correct. balls around. Okay, so then we cut back to the trailer, to which the manager is like, leave or I'll call security, which is a yes, normal response. But then Lizzie gives an impassioned speech. Well, no, first she tries to negotiate. She's like, well, here's the thing. How about you let just one of us meet Aaron? And the man, she has no negotiating power here. I know. <laughs> She's like, here's the White thing. White privilege again. Aaron Carter coming here is the most exciting thing that's ever happened to us, which I believe. But Lizzie's in no power to negotiate, but then it works. The manager's like, okay, just one person. Yeah, there's no way that this would actually work. Like, what? That's why this has to be a dream. Um, And then they have to decide who it's going to be. And Lizzie, out of nowhere, gives it to Miranda because she's a really great singer and it's a great opportunity for her to be able to sing for Aaron. Yep. So Miranda gets to stay. And then Lizzie says, find out what he sleeps in. She's such a creep. Lizzie McGuire. Like, I... You dog. I never understood getting starstruck like this. Me either. Like, I don't know. It just makes no sense. Yeah. And it's just Aaron Carter. Like, why do you care what he sleeps in? Yeah. He'd probably... Like, pajamas. Like, why do you... Yeah, it's What are you going to do with that information? Like, how does it better your life? It made me think of um, Miss Americana, the part where, like, fans will just meet Taylor Swift and just immediately start crying. Yeah, that level of fandom just makes no sense to me. Like, these are just, like, normal people. Who have a talent. (laughs) Who have a talent. Just let them live their lives. Stop. This is, like, they are stalking. Like, that's actually what's happening. If we, let, let, let's put a name to it. Yeah, this is a crime. This is, they're stalking Aaron Carter. This is a crime on so many levels. And they're going to they're gonna get no punishment. They're going to get rewarded for their crime. Yeah. 
And like it's being like it's being And she's like and everybody's like, Oh, Lizzie McGuire, how chivalrous of you. Right. Like this is this is um po- this is like um framed as a good friend moment because she selflessly gives up her interview for Miranda. But it's still a crime. But it's still a crime. Um outside Gordo and Lizzie are waiting for Miranda to come back. And Gordo, again, says that what Lizzie did was cool. Miranda comes out kind of in a daze, like, just so, like, she met Aaron Carter. Oh, my God. And Aaron says that Miranda has talent. But not so much talent. Only backup singer talent. But he did not, you know, immediately hire her, so. Have we ever heard Miranda sing anything? Do Not we have yet. any do we have any evidence that she has talent? Not yet, but we will. Does she have talent? Yeah, she can sing. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And then oh no, because we don't need another because we haven't already had enough like manufactured plot points. Lizzie exclaims, "Where's my tape recorder? She must have left it in Aaron's dressing room. She has to go back and get it." Yeah, she already lost the press badge. If she loses the tape recorder, too, what kind of reporter is she? (laughs) Truly. So she goes, she knocks on the door. Aaron Carter opens the door. He says, this is is the extent of the exchange. He, He has the tape recorder. He says, Merry Christmas, Lizzie McGuire. Cut to seeing that there is mistletoe under the door. Why? It is spring. And then he leans forward and kisses her. Does Aaron Carter kiss everyone who enters his dressing room? I don't know. How does and he it's know? Like, and it's like in slow motion with this really <laughs> dramatic music. I know. And A. And it's also the shortest kiss. The shortest kiss. <laughs> How does he know her name? Like even this slow motion kiss is shorter than a normal kiss. <laughs> Like, looking back, I thought that this was, like, the most romantic moment when I was seven. And looking back on it, it is not okay. There's no consent. I don't know how he knows her name. It was on the tape recorder. Was he listening to the tape recorder? I don't know if you... (laughs) Oh, you mean, like, like her name was taped onto the tape recorder? Yeah, because he shows up at the door, and he has the tape recorder in hand. Right. And he's like, is this yours? Are you Lizzie McGuire? And she's like, oh, yeah, right. that's mine. Right, right, right. But, like, she doesn't even, like, speak to him. But, yeah, it it, makes, it starts to make a, a little bit more sense because Lizzie is such a creep, right? She wants to know what he sleeps in, and it only works because he's equally a creep. <laughs> but he's playing himself. So it's Yeah, but you can play, like, an exaggerated version of yourself, <laughs> like Larry David in Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> I just, there are so many... There are so many problems with that, like, 10-second interaction. But, yeah, they're, like, the mistletoe above the door <laughs> makes no sense because it's, like, spring. But Lizzie gets a kiss. Her life is now complete. And things are on the upswing because there is a notification on the loudspeaker that... Wait, 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 wait. So then she goes back, like, 10 feet to where Gordo and Miranda are standing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, (laughs) Gordo's like, so did you get your tape recorder? Like, you were right there. You saw the whole interaction. Nonsensicalness continues. It would be too logical for Gordo to just be watching what unfolded. Yeah, because then his brain would explode. Yeah, it would honestly probably upset Gordo. Yeah. But I digress. Like, he's he's trying to, you know, work it, work the, work his angle with Lizzie so good. He's like, oh, what you did for Miranda was, like, really chill. Like, I really liked that. And then she just goes and turns around and is kissing other guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gordo, Gordo, Gordo. Always and not just made. other guys, Aaron Carter. Correct. Aaron, yes, Aaron Carter. So then, Lizzie's on the upswing. She got her kiss. Her parents have been detained, and she's the one who has to go rescue them. But first, the stunt guy reappears and asks them if they want to be in Aaron's music video. Yeah, this is the reward for, like, the crime that they've committed. They get to be in the music video. They get to be in the music video. Which just goes to show, if you break every rule, things will work out for you. And they don't even do anything stunty. They just stand in the background and, like, awkwardly dance. 
I know. And Gordo films the whole thing. And Gordo films the whole thing. Um, would not be allowed. They would absolutely have to sign an NDA. Like, oh, for sure. <laughs> this isn't going to come out for 10 months for because 10 of all months. the special effects they have to put in. Yeah, for sure. They, they would need an NDA. Um, and of course, we get Aaron Carter singing I've Got Candy, the entirety of I Got Candy. Yeah, the last like two minutes of this episode is is just straight out music video. Straight out music video. And then it just ends, like no resolution no to resolution. the parents in prison. Like, do our parents ever get <laughs> out of jail? I don't know. Or are they just still playing catch to this day? <laughs> Who's to say? And that's it. Lizzie ditches. So Lizzie has the opportunity to go, you know, save her parents, does not save them, goes to be in Aaron's music video. That's it. Yeah. Episode ends. And that's it. It's and just so, it. this episode is so bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> episode 107. Here comes Aaron Carter. Like. No sense. This is like when a show has like a, honestly, like a Christmas special. And it's just, it, it doesn't fit in line with the rest of the plot, but it just exists and it makes no sense, but it's there. I know. And it's not even Christmas. <laughs> I know. It's like Christmas adjacent. Like if this aired in December. Be like, okay, it's a Christmas special. Nope, aired in March. Aired in March and went out of their way to keep saying that it's not Christmas. <laughs> What's the point of that? <laughs> like, just let them be in an alternate timeline. Yeah. Where it is. Well, I'm really glad that this episode panned out for Aaron Carter. <laughs> <laughs> it really just springboarded him. His big moment, you know. To a next level of success. In retrospect, um, so... We will also have a, another guest appearance in the future, and it's Frankie Muniz playing himself. And I think the Frankie Muniz episode goes better than the Aaron Carter one. Well, Frankie Muniz is like an actor. Correct. Yeah, he's actually like in the episode. Like everything that happens with um, Aaron Carter is just so awkward. Yeah. Like he's only on screen for like two minutes, but it's two super awkward minutes. <laughs> well, it's like 10 seconds. He has one line and then his song. Yeah, but even the song is awkward because it's, like, clearly filmed in a warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> okay, before we move on, I just want to clarify. Big mistake on my behalf. Aaron sings, I want candy, not I got candy. Big difference. Do you feel better now that you got that out there? I do. Is this a weight on your chest? I do. And it reminded me that this isn't even an Aaron Carter song. It's a cover. I Want Candy is originally by a group called The Strange Loves, which was released in 1965. Never heard that version. But we all thought it was Aaron Carter's song, or at least I did, as a lie. So it is about a stripper. And on that note, should we talk about some outfits? Yep. Uh, and I think, obviously, this episode takes place pretty much over the course of one day. So for most of the episode, everybody's wearing the same outfit. But there's one outfit in particular that just cannot be ignored. Uh, the titular character... Aaron Carter. So he comes out, and throughout this whole uh, this whole episode, he's wearing this, like, <laughs> space suit. <laughs> yeah, it's like a metallic silver jacket. And it's like, it's like a heavy winter coat. <laughs> yeah. But it's like the middle of spring. Why do they keep him in this coat all the time? <laughs> like you, you can take it off, Aaron. Yeah. I don't know. You like this coat? Theoretically. Theoretically. Um, what's the whole look? Got a red shirt underneath. I don't know. How do I find it? The music video. Oh, oh he's we also go. wearing yes. matching pants. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It is a spacesuit. <laughs> I really dig Lizzie's music video look. I you must like her say. music video look. Yeah. Okay. Into the music video look. Yeah. She's wearing a cute little crop top sweater, red with like snowflakes on them with... These long sleeves with, like, a fur lining around the sleeve. I had a sweater or two like that back in the day. And I just, like, totally dig her metallic pants. Like You like her? So <laughs> you're saying that she is rocking the metallic pants better than Aaron Carter? Correct. She's doing a much better job. Correct. All right. Okay, okay, okay. So two Matt McGuire looks, obviously, that we have to talk about. So one is his Aaron Carter... Uh, it's Aaron Carter look. <laughs> yeah, how about that? You know, not bad. He's wearing a long sleeve white sort of like Henley shirt with a 
leather vest over it and Lizzie's pants. Yeah, even if those were Lizzie's pants, like they must have been Lizzie's pants from at least two years ago. There's no way those pants still fit Lizzie. Correct. If they fit Matt now, he's at least five inches shorter than she is. Correct. And they are belted. And he's wearing a wig, a blonde wig, you know. Well, I like his Aaron Carter look better than Aaron Carter's Aaron Carter look. <laughs> Same. Aaron Carter's Aaron Carter look, yeah, he just looks like a shiny Michelin man. <laughs> but then, once the music video starts, Matt's whole outfit changes. And then, he's wearing this. Still on trend with the vest. <laughs> <laughs> but now he's changed into a red long sleeve shirt with a black vest and a red headband. Like the kind of headband... That you would wear when it's cold outside he to looks cover like a, your ears. He looks like a power walking mom. He does. <laughs> <laughs> He's like one of the group of moms that are walking around the neighborhood in the morning. Like, just like holding like two pound weights. And like, <laughs> like, okay, so he stole his first outfit from Lizzie and he stole his second outfit from Joe. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, this is crazy. Love to see it. My goodness. I think that that's enough. Is there anything else you that Yeah, feels? there's a surprising amount of outfits considering uh It's one day. Yeah, this is only one day. But I guess they do a lot of quick changes, so. Wait, so I have a I have another question just to go way back. So they all meet in Lizzie's backyard first. So that means Gordo and Miranda had to do extra walking so that they could then walk to the warehouse. Like why wouldn't they just meet at the warehouse? Unclear. It's also unclear where Gordo and Miranda live in relationship to Lizzie. Yeah, yeah, makes no sense. Because they come over a lot, but there's never any indication of like drop-offs or pickups or, I don't know, I guess I just assume that it's all walkable. I guess. I mean, they're all on the same bus. Yeah. So they must live kind of in the same neighborhood, but, you know, just because they live in the same neighborhood doesn't mean that they live necessarily close to each other. We can attest to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So something to consider. Yeah, just something to ponder. (laughs) And finally, we got to name some MVPs. Yes, yes, we do. uh, Marissa, who is your MVP of this episode? You know, I've thought about this a lot. And this episode is truly a fever dream. So there was a lot to consider when it comes to MVP. But overall, I think without a doubt, the MVP of Episode 107, here comes Aaron Carter, goes to Matt McGuire. Matt McGuire. Interesting. Okay, tell me why. Matt McGuire is the MVP because when you take all logic out of this episode, he knows where the shoot is. That's the information that Lizzie needs. He has a much better plan to get them in than Lizzie does. And a plan that may have worked if Lizzie didn't go with her whole press badge thing first he gets in as an Aaron Carter stand-in and gets to just chill on set all day while Lizzie and Gordo and Miranda are running around um, being chased by a security guard. He tells the stunt director that Lizzie and Gordo and Miranda learned everything they know from him. Therefore, the stunt director asks them to be in the video because of this information that Matt gives him. So in a way, all of this works out in the end because of Matt McGuire. And that is why he is the MVP of this episode. Yeah, I agree with everything that you said. I think that, so there aren't, once again, (laughs) everybody makes such bad decisions throughout this episode that the choices for MVP are fairly limited. So you could obviously go with Aaron Carter is the MVP (laughs) of the Aaron Carter episode, but I don't think he is. He doesn't do much. And when he does, it's creepy. (laughs) You could say maybe Lizzie is the MVP of the episode, because, you know, she is kind of the leader of the group. And then at the end of the episode, she gets some. So MVP. <laughs> but no, that's not really good enough reason to be MVP. You could go with Sam McGuire. He has a couple of really good moments. Like when he says, I can't believe I'm going to meet Aaron Carter. It's not on the soundboard. So I can't pull it up. Like I have to, you know, I would have to do some work to actually get it onto the soundboard. It'll be on the soundboard in the future. Um, but yeah, he didn't do the one thing required of him as a dad, which is tell your children when you've got something for them. So obviously he can't be MVP. So by process of elimination, I think you're right. Matt McGuire is the MVP of this episode. And it's, I'm trying to remember, is this the first time that we've given MVPs to Matt McGuire? It is. 
So we Nats go- first MVPs are on the board. Yes. Yeah, so and a double, a double MVP. I know, but it's like. Then should we, we take have... points away from when Matt is the least most <laughs> the least <laughs> valuable player, like last episode? No, I guess that's no. You can't no. do that. Everybody has an off episode, I guess. So yeah. Matt McGuire, MVP endorsed by both of us. Correct. He is the MVP of this episode. Yes, he is. Good on you, Matt. Good job, Matt. Yeah, he comes through with the two best outfits of the episode. That too. You're right. Yeah. Um. Taught Lizzie, Miranda, and Gordo everything that they know. Yeah. No, he, he really kills it. He, really? he is the engine that keeps this episode moving. He is. And there you have it. Episode 107. Here comes Aaron Carter. An iconic episode in the Lizzie McGuire world. Do you like this episode? Like, how, how high up on the pantheon of Lizzie McGuire episodes is this episode? You know, as much as I loved it as a child is as much as I did not love rewatching it this did not hold up for me this did not hold up no yeah sadly (laughs) so much drama (laughs) um but it happened it's behind us and next week we will be talking about episode 108 misadventures of babysitting which is a fun episode i think okay Please keep following us along at Outfit Repeat Pod on Twitter. I'm at Marissa Cantor. Sam is at Sir Sam Chung. We have a lot of time on our hands now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In self isolation. In self isolation. Yep. So keep the questions coming. You can, of course, add us on Twitter or you can send questions to Outfit Repeaters Podcast at gmail.com. Cool. Subscribe, like, follow, all the things. Yep. We Uh, have plenty of time to record podcasts. You must have plenty of time to listen to podcasts. (laughs) Yeah, no excuse, listeners. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I'll throw these uh, pictures on the website as well. They'll be at paginatedmedia.com. Slash outfit repeaters. And we will see you next week. Stay inside, stay healthy, wash your hands, yell at your boomer parents. (laughs) Nice.